Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. It is a Friday night, and I'm so very happy. I'm like praying this weekend doesn't just zoom by, but my principal uh, wanted like our band, our cheerleaders, and um, a couple of our other after-school activities wanted us to go to this parade because the state I'm in, our um, a high school in our district, won state champs for football, and so they're throwing them a parade tomorrow. And I'm like, ugh, why well, I couldn't do this last weekend when it felt warm outside? No, it didn't feel warm outside, but I wasn't here last week and I was out of town. But <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness. That's the only thing I'm really worried about. I love parades, but it's just the weather. I'm not for the cold, and it's early in the morning, so I'm I'm dreading that just a little bit. I'm dreading that. I'm dreading a lot of bit, to be honest. But, you know, sometimes when that happens and then I still get home and, you know, I want to do some things around the house and probably get out this weekend and I have some things that I, I still need to do and I'm trying to work on the weekend, but sometimes it's unavoidable or like start getting back into the swing of things on Sunday. And I just feel like, oh, I'm back at it on Monday. So I really just try to enjoy the weekend as much as I can. But, you know, sometimes it's difficult, <laughs> you know, so I hope you have a restful weekend if you're watching this on a Friday or during your weekend that you find time to kind of deject, I think that's the word, you know, unattach yourself from work, <laughs> unattach yourself from, you know, the things that you need to do and do some of the things that you want to do. I'm actually still trying to find hobbies outside of work that I'm really interested in, uh, like, yeah, dance and I work out a lot like this, but just some real hobbies. Like I've always thought about taking a pottery class. I'm pretty sure they got that somewhere in my city. And I'm talking about, you know, those people who be on those movies <laughs> and they're, uh, they have like this clay and it's going around in a circle because you're pushing out on this pedal. Like I really want to do something like that. I really want to take a class like that. Um, because I like those type of things and how they feel in your hand, but also to like make it. And then some of the classes you get to paint it there or I can like go somewhere else and paint it. Find some painting with a twist that has some good wine, good music. I would like to do something like that. So just finding things. I know I like to go to the movies, but I do want to find a hobby that's a little bit more active and um uh, allows me to meet some other people. I do go to parties. I still go out. Sometimes I don't go out as much, but that I definitely like to do. But I'm I'm really just trying to find the things that I'm interested in. And, you know, I'm still exploring that. I'm lying because I haven't put real, real effort into it. But it's on my mind to really put myself in a position to do that and find some work-life balance that I've been working on for like a year. <laughs> <laughs> but before I got on here, um, I was thinking about a post that I posted today on my Feminine Arts Academy page, which is my uh, my page just where I, I use it to encourage myself on my self-love and healing and feminine 
and femininity journey um on that page i only follow other kind of like women pages or encouraging pages so i go on, i stay keep my instagram on that page sometimes when i just kind of want to see things that feed my womanly spirit but today and i have different themes for the day they pretty much stay the same every single week but on fridays i do feminine tip friday in today's feminine tip, I actually planned it out last week to do it today. Um, but it was inspired by this Facebook post I saw, I want to say at the top of January, probably like two weeks ago. It was probably like at the end of December. And this old radio host, he was a radio host back in the day. He talks about relationships a lot. He's not a relationship coach or anything. And he's somebody, he's in a polygamous relationship I think <laughs> I think I just found out that that out about him but he posts things about relationships or he asks questions a lot because he gets a lot of activity on his Facebook and he posted a question he posted a statement and he said men give single women some advice and so a lot of men were saying a lot of things and I like scrolling the comments so I'm reading through the comments and this one uh, man, his comment stood out because, one, it was just different. Um, it moved me in a way that I didn't expect. And also just in the, in the pool of all the comments that men were making, I just felt like his comment was so generous. It was generous in, in that... I don't know what his belief is. I don't know his experience or relationship to spirit or God. But I just feel like he had to be moved to to make a statement like that on that post. When a lot of men, they weren't saying bad things, but they were actually giving practical things. Like you could work on this. You could pay for dinner one night. Or you could all, Like they were giving more practical things and he gave something that just stood out. And I want to read it verbatim because it moved me and it might move you if it's for you. Um, but I'm just going to read it. And it says, women are like apples on a tree. The best ones are at the top of the tree. The men don't eat to reach the the men don't like to reach for the good ones because they are afraid of falling and getting hurt. Instead, they just get the rotten apples from the ground that aren't as good but are easy. So the apples at the top of the tree think something is wrong with them when in reality they're amazing. They just have to wait for the right man to come along, the one who's brave enough to climb all the way to the top of the tree. And man, when I tell you, uh, when I passed that statement, that moved me and it moved me for a lot of different reasons. But one of the parts that really it stung a little bit was that part where he said, uh, the apples at the top of the tree think something is wrong with them when in reality they're amazing. And I know that being single I've been single for a while 
And of course, I haven't been in a titled relationship really in like nine, 10 years since high school, but I've had relationships, of course, in between that, whether situationships, just, you know, just dating. I've done all of that. And I feel like for the past two years, this is the first time it was the first time I've been intentionally like single, like wasn't talking to anybody, wasn't dating anybody continuously. Now I have went on dates and whatnot, but I started becoming more intentional about even who I spent my time with, where I spent my time and what led me there was a, a super, um, devastating heartbreak from a relationship that I never questioned. And I'll probably tell that story one day when I'm ready. Uh, But after that, I just kind of went into this place where I really wanted to go insular and figure some things out. And I don't think it was intentional. At first, I made that decision and then it became intentional. And so I spent a lot of time healing. I spent a lot of time really focused on myself. I I put a lot into my work. I put a lot into just who I am as a person. I work on my body, mind. I invest in myself. I invest in just every area of life to me that I feel like is important, but also that I think could be attractive or, or is attractive or should be attractive. Things that people say are attractive. And I don't mean just attractive physically. I just mean attractive like it like interested in and so I guess finally being intentional about being single makes me so innately aware of not having a relationship and it makes me empathetic to to women who they gotta jump from one relationship to the next because even if it's subconsciously because we as humans desire relationship and companionship so much. And it's a, it's actually a need. Like we need um, those type of fillers in our life. You know, uh, it can, of course, those things can get unhealthy, but we need those type of relationships. So I guess for myself, I've become innately aware of, of those areas that, can be voids in those areas where it's like, man, I want this type of relationship, but I also am at a stage where I feel like I've learned so much about myself that I'll know when I'm settling. I'll know when this is not it. I'm not getting what I want. Where in the past, I just kind of would have went with anything and just kind of worked it out where it's, it's difficult for me to even do that. Because of the work that I've I've continued to do on myself. But with that comes this feeling that I don't admit often until right before I got on camera. And I think I've done it one other time where I was like, you know, is there something wrong with me? Like, am I am I propelling somebody? Like, why does sometimes I feel invisible? Like, am I not attractive? Am I not doing enough? Am I not being enough? I've had those thoughts 
and and today has been one of the first days I've said it out loud and admitted it. And so when I read the post a couple of weeks ago, it moved me to the point of tears when I read that line of like the apple on the top of the tree feels like there's something wrong with them. And yes, I put myself on top of the tree, not because I really felt that part because sometimes I know if you're anything like me like you don't like to own your greatness or your beauty or your attractiveness or the great qualities about you because we spend a lot of time critiquing ourselves but it was more so I put myself at the top of the tree because I needed to believe that like I needed I felt like I needed that affirmation and that that post that comment became an affirmation for me I felt like I I needed that and I didn't know I needed it so when I read it I was like man I, I hope I'm that apple on top of the tree because that gotta be an answer that gotta be the answer why it seems like nobody's interested And that's, oh, those are real thoughts. And I'm glad I acknowledged it because, you know, I don't want those thoughts to make me, put me in a desperate situation where I feel like I have to find something quick. Because I think that if I don't acknowledge those things, it'll make me open to attention from Men that I know I'm, you know, just, it's, it's just, I'm not, it's not going to happen. They're, they're giving the bare minimum. And I've seen myself like get to a point where sometimes I felt that way or sometimes I'm giving attention and I'm like, wait, this is not it. But I think sometimes it comes from me not acknowledging like, oh, I'm scared. What if that man never gains the courage to climb to the top of the tree. Like then what? Am I just going to be sitting up there at unate? No pun intended. Well, maybe. <laughs> but like, is is that's, that's real for me. That's real. And um, Again, I didn't know that I was going to come on camera and talk about it. That's why I was stalling at the beginning. <laughs> talk about the parade. Um, because this is really uh, sharing this is really, really different for me. Um, but I want to share because I think as women, we go through similar things. And sometimes we feel alone, even when, like we got friends to talk to or we have people around us. I know for me, like, yes, I feel I, be, I definitely know that I can talk to the women that I call friends, the close circle that I have. <clears throat> but I um, I just grew up not had like not like being very emotionally off you know being able to be there for other people but not allowing people to see the vulnerable p 
parts of me, like even my close friends will be like, what? I did not know that about, like they know certain things about me, but like they, you know, they have to pry information out. <laughs> and I'm I'm working on that. And right now it's kind of easy to do it because I know I'm talking to somebody eventually, but it's almost like I'm talking to myself as well. Like I'm talking to this camera, I'm talking in the, to my phone. Um, so it's different. Um, and I want to be more like this with my close friends because they deserve that part of me as well. Um, so they can know how to support me and be there for me. And so I don't know why I'm sharing this. You know, I guess whoever it's for, you know, you'll know. You'll know, but I guess the encouragement that I would offer from sharing what I'm sharing is, you know, you're you're not alone in your experience. You're not the only one thinking those thoughts. You're not the only one who feels unseen, unheard, like you're not doing enough, like you're not being enough. You're not the only one feeling like it's time running out. You're not the only one feeling like when it will be, when will it be my turn? You're not the only one not feeling good enough, not feeling worthy enough. You're not the only one who's felt abandoned felt misjudged, misused, misunderstood. You're not the only one who feels like you're not good enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not fine enough. Your body not popping enough. You're not the only one feeling as though people don't see you. People don't support you. You're not alone in that. And I think as women, we can do a better job of allowing ourselves to lean on each other and to share our stories more so that, you know, not the real Me Too movement, but that we can say Me Too and those things that it's like, oh man, I feel that I've been there or I am there or I felt that too. And then if, even if we can't hold hands in real space that we can just be, you know, you feel seen. Like I made a video, I think it was my food for thought video. And I was on there speaking randomly about um, getting my food service this week. And it's my first week trying it because I was guilting myself about not cooking, like holding up this expectation of being a cooking woman, this renaissance woman who's doing it all. And a young lady who watches my videos, she commented, she was like, oh my God, like, thank you for sharing this. It was validating because I was beating myself up about not cooking too. And I just, I... Like, she didn't even have to share that, but I'm glad she did because even while making these videos, like, I don't know who's listening. I don't know who's out there watching. You know, I'm grateful for every listener, every viewer, 
while at the same time I struggled so long for feeling like my for even believing that my voice is valuable and that I have something of value to say. And so I wouldn't share it or I'll lock the page and like, oh, people will come if they like it. And it's like, no, I just lack the confidence that, you know, the right people will be attracted to it so I can open myself up to whatever comes. But her sharing that comment was just another point of validation of why it's important to share. Like to me, you know, I'm on here talking. I felt like the conversation was still valuable, but I was like, dang, we as women judge ourselves so much. Like we really are over here shaming ourselves for not cooking every single day. Like who made those rules? And she was happy that I shared that and spoke it out loud. She felt validated. She felt seen and she felt like she could let down her guard and take that expectation off her. Like, like that makes me feel so joyous because again, like that's something that could be so small, but it's so significant. And so even me sharing this today, I don't, I've definitely, <laughs> Like, my friends don't see me cry like, unless I'm happy. <laughs> but, you know, but these are things that I've been feeling. These are things that I've been thinking. And it's it's interesting because I feel like I'm, I'm the most stable I've ever been as far as, um, not like materially, but just uh, emotionally, mentally. I feel more confident than I've ever felt. I feel more sure of myself than I've ever felt. I'm the happiest I've ever been. And what I mean when I say happy is just, I, I really use the word content. Like I, I, I'm the most content I've ever been in life. Um, like I'm, I'm satisfied, even though I always, you know, want more. It's like if, if more didn't come, it's like, okay, like my life is filled, it's full, it feels purposeful. And I also understand two things can be true at once, though. Like I can be satisfied and content at life and still long and desire for companionship and long and desire to have my goals and my dreams manifested. Um, and then always having to feel and pull on this and had this tug of war within myself of um, of feeling those two polar opposites and understanding that it's okay that those two things are true because that creates the human experience. That That's why we have a range of emotions. Um, so I'm not, <laughs> you know, unhappy in my singleness. Why at the same time, yeah, I desire to have someone who matches you know, my, my energy in the male form, I'm ready to have that masculine energy, you know, to be concerned about me and make sure I'm getting home safe. And it's consistent, you know, not that fly by night, you know, to what you doing, like he, he's invested, he has two feet in. Um, and so I'm willing to wait on that, you know, and I feel like I've, I've gotten much more firm on my standards, much more intolerant of anything less because, 
and that's be the thing like suitors are coming but it's like you wearing the wrong suit boo and i don't mean like if you catch my jury if i'm playing off words but you know the energy gotta match the intention gotta match the the way that you come in you know i'm more grinding in what i know i deserve and i don't think that's a mistake you know and What's hard is when you really start having your standards and you stand on them and you you hold true to them. It's hard out here for a pimp. <laughs> it's hard because you're going you're gonna to kiss a lot of frogs on the way and you're going to feel like, dang, why ain't this working out? Or maybe am I being too hard? And so going back to that apple on the top of the tree, it's like I get up almost every other day or when I'm feeling down and I say, Whitley, you're the apple on top of the tree. And that's what I want to share with you is that if you got this far in the video and you're experiencing the same thing, or it can be not even about a relationship. It can be about, you know, your work or your goals happening that God isn't wearing a watch with our growth. And anything that moves and grows and elevates too fast, it hasn't built up the resistance. It hasn't built up the, the strength to be able to sustain all the resistance and temptation and pitfalls that come with new heights. Whereas when you take the slow road, when you take the road that a lot of people don't want to travel because it can be lonely, it can be tough. It, it can strip you. That road gives you the calluses you need to, to keep walking, to keep climbing. It gives you the courage you need to be able to stand alone when nobody agrees or nobody's there and nobody's clapping. It gives you the character you need to sustain where you're going. When other people who you've always admired are now around and they got your attention, you're able to still hold on to your standards and what you believe and what you know to be true. And that's why you're the apple at the top of the tree. Because when somebody, something, a position do come correct, they've done the same work you've done. And you'll know it. So I love y'all so much and um, I'll see you in the next one.